Welcome to the Maverick Strength Podcast. Today I've got Alex Lungu. Alex, thanks for coming on. How are you doing, buddy? Hello, mate. Uh, thank you for having me on, mate. So it's, it's a pleasure to come on and talk to you about um, about strongman. Really, I'm I'm doing great. Thank you. How are you doing? Not too bad. I just finished training the event, so I feel like I've been hit by a bus. But other than that, all good. Crikey, I uh, I, I I done events yesterday for the you know for the first time in a while and. I woke up today thinking I was going to have a heart attack. My, my my chest is hurting. My biceps feel like they're tearing. My everything's hurting me. Everything's like every breath I take is like a pain. I'm like fuck, fuck. I'm I'm about to die. <laughs> uh, I, I, I think when you haven't done like a hard event session in a while, you forget how much they do take out of you. You know, it's funny because um, Loz, my coach Loz, said to me, he was like, you know, just don't rush, take it easy. But it's just like when you get there and you see stones and you see the beautiful log and you see the dumbbell and you see the farmers and you're just like, oh, I just want to, just want to go on everything. I just want to have a go on everything. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I can't imagine what it's like because I haven't really had to take a break. Um, yeah. So when people are like, oh, I'm training ages, I'm like, I, I feel so bad for it, but I just can't sympathise. You know, you know, I've been fortunate because, you know, don't get me wrong, I've been able to train. Um, I've been able to train for hours, but... It's just not been the same, mate. Like it's not been the same. I didn't really have access to a, a to the full strongman kit, you know, like stones or a yoke or, you know, I've had I've had access to the gym, but not the full strongman spectrum. It's the atmosphere as well, right? Like a man, real strongman you know, gym. Socializing, man. People don't understand how much socializing is part of is part of what we do. You know, it's it's a huge part, and you know, we we always what we normally do, we always have a have an events day and then usually after we um, we go for some food and have a laugh and huge part mate huge part social side of things where did you go and train events yesterday then? yesterday so yesterday I was on at the Barber Division um, you know um, may soul rest in peace Aaron Page um, we went to pay our little tribute and do a bit of log in, in his memory and <laughs> you, you have know, to do log in his gym right uh, of course <laughs> man yeah. and I don't know about you mate but I don't know if you saw they uh They've just re- literally. Uh, they, they recently had done a, a new log from the guys at um, Big Man Strong Division. Is it? Yes, that's right, mate. And it's absolutely beautiful, mate. It's so nice. I mean, I was like, I've got to press this today, even if I was injured and unable to lift anything. I was like, no, nah, I have to lift this. I have to lift this today. <laughs> How much does it weigh? Is it so, big... so on its own? So I think on its own was like one hundred and five or one hundred and three, something, something like that. Jeez. So it just, it's a big old thing and it's so long and I, I, it's definitely a lot thicker than the logs I pressed and um, I remember cleaning it and just kept smacking myself in the chin smacking myself in the chin I was like I'm going to get myself knocked out in a minute because <laughs> it's so much thicker yeah yeah but no it, it's, it's a beauty and any 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 guys that are around the Southampton area man or they want a trip to a strongman gym man Southampton's beautiful the Barrow Division they got everything there really it's a really, it's a really interesting gym because it's, it's on like a, it's like a huge building, but it's on like first floor, and you're walking up, and then you get there, and you're like, "How the fuck is this so big upstairs?" I let you there. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you now. Oh, you're sorry, right. yeah, dropped out. Yeah, so the. First time I was there was when I went to Southern's last year, and um, I just remember, man, I, uh, there was a lot of guys dropping stuff on the floor, and I was like, "Oh my god, we're gonna go for the floor at someone." Because I've never really trained events in a gym that is on like the first floor. I was like, "We are gonna go for the floor." <laughs> Aaron was Aaron. Can you see in his face? He was not. He was happy. not happy. Bless him. Someone he was did not a happy. Someone did a viper. I'm not gonna say his name. He's listening. He knows full well who he is, mate. Um, mate, don't, don't, I know exactly who you're talking about. <laughs> and all I'm gonna say, mate, is I had to go next after him, <laughs> and I walked up to the log, and I looked at the floor in front of me, and there was a puddle of blood or stains of blood. Where I was, I was like, "Nah, this ain't happening. I'm gonna be sick. I'm, like, I'm gonna be sick. I'm, I'm gonna oh, fail." I wasn't talking about Ben. Oh, was, okay. That was okay. one of the worst things <laughs> I've ever seen. There was one lad that was viper in the log, and he kept like he kept messing it up. Right. And he just couldn't hit. He couldn't stabilize it at the top, and he kept dropping it and throwing. He threw the metal log at the floor, and it put like a huge dent Damn in the out. floor. And and and, uh, and about ten minutes later, he packed all his stuff up and left. And I think Aaron said to Loz, "I think you need time to leave." I think that was the that was what I presumed anyway. But 
The the divot in the floor was ridiculous. I don't know. I've, Brad, never, the, uh... I've never seen this sort of like thing before. I, you know, I, it, it happened as well, not just on the log. I remember we was doing the, uh, I think it was the shield, the shield, and um, I just remember someone. I think they obviously couldn't go anymore, and instead of dropping it nicely on the floor, they literally launched it, and I just, I was literally hearing Aaron's heartbreak. I could literally hear the sound of his heart breaking. I was like, oh my god, he's gonna kick off in a minute. <laughs> Yeah, it's, I mean, when you've spent, like, to open a gym, you kind of put your your whole life on the line. So I know exactly where he's coming from. Like, you it's you put so much effort into it, you put so much financial pressure on yourself to do it, and then you'd think people would be a bit more just appreciative. 100%. I, I, you know, I feel like a lot of people don't really understand you know, how it works when you open your own gym. I mean, you know, don't get me wrong. For these people who just buy a franchise and, you know, go with a franchise and everything's paid for and all the kids paid for and if something breaks, it just, it just gets replaced or whatever, That you know, that's different. But when you put your own money into opening a place and you just see people disrespecting it, it's just, it's just, it's not nice. It's not nice. No, it, it isn't. I don't, I, to be honest with you, though, that level of strong man there should know better. 100%. One hundred percent. Because they're not, they're not, not really novices anymore. No, no, not really. They, should, they know the price of kit. <laughs> yeah, exactly that. No, I, I totally agree with you, mate. Totally agree with you. So, buddy, I wanted to talk. You've had like a very quick rise in strongman. Um, in terms of you developed very quickly. Like, sure. When did when did you get into strongman? How old were you? Wow, this is funny. So I started strongman about it's just over two years ago, really now. Because I. I, you know what? I, I was never really interested in strongman. You know, I've I've always been strong, but I've never really, you know, had a passion for strongman, or I've never aspired. You know, you hear a lot of the guys that are oh, aspired to be a strongman, or I wanted to be a strongman, but I was different. I never really aspired to be a strongman. I was always into my fighting. You know, done a lot of martial arts. I did a lot of fighting in the cage, and uh, I was always. Did you, did you grow up in Romania? Yeah, I I grew up back home. Yeah, but I mean. MMAs and like fighting oh, man, over Eastern, there. Eastern, the Eastern country, Eastern countries are like, you know, you either do football or you do a martial art. <laughs> yeah, it's. I remember being in. Where was I? I think I was in uh, Czech Republic, and I swear on every road, like just every road, there was like two or three martial arts gyms. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's huge. No, it, it it does. So, you know, I was always fighting, and I just remember one time. Um, you know, my coach had some issues and stuff going on at the time, and um, you know, unfortunately, he couldn't carry on with me. And you know, when I when I when I'd been with him for so long, and he he looked after me like like his own son, and he, he still does now. And I was just like, I, I cannot go and train. I, I can't I can't continue with this with with a different coach. I just couldn't. You know, just out of respect, I just I, I couldn't do it. So I met someone. I met a, a gentleman from 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 Scotland. Um, and he was like, oh, why, don't you, why don't you give this a go, you know? And um, I just remember at the time, um, there was a competition here called Farringdon's Strongest Man. And I was like, you know what? Let me give this a go. So I put my name down. And then I started training. I started training for it. And I just got hooked. I was like, man, I love this. You know, it's just so, it was just so fun. You know, like people were just training normally in the gym. And they were asking me, oh, what did you train today? I was like, I pulled a truck today. And they were just looking at me, what? Like, yeah, you know, I, I pulled a truck, I trained for a truck pull, or I lifted a log, or I, I lifted an axle, or, you know, and it, it just got me hooked, because it finally, like, I wasn't just lifting weights, you could actually put in perspective what you're lifting, you know, a truck, you, you're, you're pulling a truck, you know, it, it gives people a perspective of what you're doing, and I, I just got hooked, man, I just, I just got hooked ever since. For sure, it makes it. Yeah, you can tell when you talk about it, like you love lifting obscure objects. Like it just, you can tell in your voice. Like some people, like the me, I'm like, I've always been into sports and I know I have to train things for a means to ends. Like I do enjoy certain things, but like I don't say it like the way you do. Like, oh, beautiful log, beautiful farmers are oh, so excited to do stones. I'm always sure. like, right. I'm very task oriented. I'm like, got these stones today. You know, <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't, don't get me wrong, you know, I love all that, but I'm also, like, like yourself, I think I'm very, like, goal-orientated, you know, like, right, I need to, you know, I need to stick to my plan, I need to do this day, you know, I, I, I'm a person who, I used to suffer very badly with, um, with, with with depression and anxiety and stuff like that, so I think 
having a goal every day helps me, you know, deal with it better. Helps me, you know, have a goal in mind. Right, you know, I need to, I need to fight towards this goal. I need to, I need to eat today. I need to have my meals. I need to have this amount of water. I need to do my training. I need to do my recovery, my stretching, mobility, sauna, uh, cryogenic chamber, my chiro chiropractic appointments. You know, so having goals for me every day it, it makes life a lot, a hell of a lot easier gets you through it it does yeah it, it gets you through it that's for sure man especially with uh with, with obviously with a lockdown and the covid situation you know i had to have goals every day to kind of keep me in line and, and and keep me accountable to to what i do i think it's i think it's very important i think a lot of people do use it for that i think a lot more people have depression issues than than we think you know it's funny because ever since the you know since the lockdown i was just looking in and I saw that the suicide rates went through the roof, you know, when the lockdown hit again, you know, the suicide rates went through the roof and, you know, it's not just about the pubs versus the gyms, but, you know, for someone like, say, for someone like myself, when I go to the gym, you know, that's, I forget about everything. No matter how much of a bad day I had, I just forget every, everything because I, I go there, I lift some heavy weights, I talk to my friends, I have a laugh and when I'm finished, I'm a different person. I'm like, man, I feel so good now. I can get home and chill out and relax with the family, you know? So, you know, and some other people, maybe that's the only thing they have, you know? That's the only thing they might have in their life, you know, where they see their friends at the gym or at Costa for a coffee or, do you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's maybe it might, all, it might be all they have. And when, when, when COVID hit, it definitely took it all away from them. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, I think it's been very hard for a lot of people. It's just not as... Um... You don't realise how much those things affect people. Like I think a lot of people took it for granted, and now they're like, "Oh my god, I can go out. I can do I think this." It definitely, like... it definitely taught us to to enjoy all the little things more. You know, like being able and having the ability to go for a walk or seeing your friend for a coffee, or you know, going to the gym for an hour for whatever, or you know, little things like that would definitely make us appreciate. You know, appreciate them a little bit more. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Like I mean, competing or like just going for an event session or any of those things. Like you just take it for granted. Like, oh, have, you, have you ever noticed? Have you ever noticed that some days, you know, you have just you just have a bad day and you just not necessarily because something happened. You just wake up and you just feel like crap and you don't want to do anything and you have to drag yourself into the gym and you know for an event session or whatever it is. But as soon as you're done or as soon as you get started, you just feel so much better. You just, you feel amazing. You know, all those endorphins around the body just get released and you just feel brilliant, you know? Yeah, it does. I mean, it, often that happens, especially when things are heavy as well. You know, you're gonna, you feel like you're having a bad day. You kind of just crack on, get your mindset right. And then all of a sudden everything starts going yeah, well. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. Some days are heavier than others, but once you start lifting and you get your mind right, everything's possible then. Certainly is, yeah. It is is definitely that, and you see a lot of people in our sport that are there because it helps. Them. Yeah, I think, and I think you know what? I was funny because I was having this conversation with a with a lad yesterday who studies sports psychology and stuff like that, and um, you know, you see it a lot in the in 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 the top athletes or in, uh, athletes in general, and especially strength athletes. You know, you look at them and you know, you ask them, "Well, why did you start getting into you know getting into strength sports?" and it, everybody's answer is either like, oh, you know, I used to got, you know, I used to get bullied or I used to feel bad about myself, about my body image or, you know, I had a tough upbringing and gym was the only thing that get me through. And all these things are just like, it seems so common in the top athletes today. I don't know if it's just me thinking that, but it's, it's, it seems so common as to why people seem to start sometimes. It's very black and white. Sure. So when you're training... Like you say, I go, I train, I have a good day because everything is constant. Sure. Nothing changes. Well, things change. If you put the work in, things sure. change. Often a lot of people get frustrated in life, don't they? They, get, they put a lot of effort in for no, no reward. Right. That doesn't happen in the gym. Right. It's black and white. So people lean towards it. So that, that famous saying, it's like um, 200 pounds is always 200 pounds. Exactly. I never lies to you, you know? I and never it, lies to you. Yeah, there's no lies. Like, it is what it is. You have a bad day, but you come in the next day and you, you know you can improve it. It's always that It's constant. And there's not many things in life that are constant. No, exactly. Everything's so I think variable. that's what it is. There's, there's so many variables that you just can't control. And Well, at least when you go to the gym and you're like, okay, I'm going to lift 
like you said, 200 pounds. Well, that's 200 pounds. It's not going to change, you know. Well, it does, though, doesn't it? We all know. Yeah, it does, yeah. <laughs> you get different logs. I, mate, I, I just, like, like with a log, with a, with a log at barbell yesterday, uh, you know what? Just because I never, I never lift anything so big, and it, it oh, this is going to sound bad, but it's so big and it's so long. <laughs> do you know what? Do you know what makes me? Do you know what makes me laugh? So, like for me, log has always been a difficult exercise. It's always been my hardest exercise, and I, I didn't, I hurt myself on log years ago. Not as nowhere near as bad as Ben, but it always yeah. no, nowhere near that bad. It was bad, but it, like when I saw Ben's, I kind of packed up my kit bag for the day. I was like, oh, after I, I was like, I'm done. I can't compete today. Like my head's gone. Um, but regardless of that, when there's log pressures like you that are so good, and uh, obviously Ollie works at my gym as well. And Ollie's very good. Ollie, Ollie's so. awesome, man. Ollie's awesome. And in my head, I'm like, and I hear you guys like, oh, it didn't feel right. Or I'm like, because I just assume, I don't know why I assume it, that you guys just pick up logs and like, do you know what? That just feels easy to me. It's so natural. But it's interesting for you to go, no, this log today, yes, there, I hate it's it. It's weird because every, every log that I've trained on, every log's different, you know? And, you you know, you can understand why. It's a it's a massive chunk of wood, you know? It's never going to be perfectly balanced, you know? it's Even the metal ones, you know, it's not going to be perfectly made, you know? it's You can understand why it's a log, you know? It's not going to be perfect. But that's why I like to train on, 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 on various types of kits and I like to travel to, you know, different gyms and, and try a bit of kit on and see how it feels and get used to, you know, to different types of it. You travel all the time, don't you? Is it, you don't seem and, to do events mate, the same this place. Is why, this, is why, this is why I love, <laughs> I love the events days because I can literally jump in my car with a couple of friends and say, right, let's go to Commando Temple today or next weekend we'll go to whatever and it's just nice to meet new people you know socialize and you just have fun man for the day like that's just why i love the event session i really do yeah i think there's a lot like there's a lot of people that like do that I, in my head i was like i just started buying my own kit so sick of the travel on the saturday yeah. i like going to like because sometimes as you'll know like some gyms you go there you're so welcomed like it's so amazing yeah. and then you go to another gym that you think well it has strongman kit like lots of it but the, but the no gym owner is not yeah, there's no atmosphere. The gym owner's not a strong man, and he's like, "Why are you doing yeah. that?" Um, so it really depends, doesn't it? It's, it's hit and miss. Sure, sure. No, I agree with you. I agree with you. But it's just—it's normally. I don't even go to new places sometimes anymore. You know, when you've been to a couple of places and you're like, "Yeah, I'm go there, and I'm guaranteed a good session with a good atmosphere and good kit." So I, you, we usually just jump in and go through just a couple of places that we usually visit. But man, I need to—I need to come and visit your place, man. Your place looks awesome. Certainly, it's very um, it's nice because obviously we we originally were just a PT student. And I, was, I thought after lockdown, I'll just go. Um, I'm going to open it to members, cool. and obviously on the 12th, like we've had a few powerlifters join, a few strongmen, like people that even know we're in the local area, yeah. like because I just keep myself to sure. myself. Um, but it's nice; it is nice, and I'm planning to keep the membership numbers. Low. I don't want lots of people. I'm not. I've got a strict no dickhead policy. Was, that was literally uh, what I was about to say. <laughs> I was literally just about to say. I said that. That's what you want. It's what you want because that's what then ruins the atmosphere and it brings other people down and it's not ideal. Yeah, and it's. I mean, when you in like you're investing in a very specific kit, so people can come and train to their needs. Um, calibrated plates, you know, deadlift bars, power bars logs um stones up to like 205 sure. kilos all that sort of stuff sure. you don't want dickheads using that yeah 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 and there's always that one dickhead using the fucking squat bar to occur with it in a in a squat rack and i was like wow <laughs> the worst one i've ever seen is uh maliko weightlifting bar which set you back about two and a half grand and someone doing press-ups in a rack with it what I'll yeah hope you, i'll that, hope you got rid of the guy man <laughs> that wasn't that wasn't my gym oh. like, it was uh there was some weightlifters, some good quality weightlifters sure. that used to, where I used to work, they obviously trained oh, the there. And uh, it was their bar. It wasn't our bar. It wasn't our facilities bar. It belonged to one of the weightlifters. And you see that sort of shit and you're like, oh, where do these people come? What cave did you get out from today? <laughs> <laughs> what cave did you come roll down to this gym and do press-ups on a two and a half grand bar? <laughs> but yeah, man, you know, that was that was my kind of, you know, journey, how I started, you know, I remember I went up to that comp, um, I got my ass whooped, I got my ass handed to me, but 
in fact, I don't even remember finishing that comp because I, I think it was like my first time ever competing like an open field. It was like 42 degrees outside. And I just remember I did the uh, loading medley and then I did the truck pull maybe. And I literally, I, I just remember I was passed out on the floor. I was dying. I was like, I'm dying. I'm going to die. <laughs> so definitely, I got my hand as I got my ass handed to me that day. But literally, ever since that, man, I've been hooked. I've literally just been been doing this. Of course, I'm doing this because not just because I love the sport, but of course, you know, I want to get somewhere with it. But, you know, I don't want to just do it for fun. We're all doing it for fun, but I want to get somewhere with it as well. What's your, what's your, well, two things. How old was you when you first started? So what the, I'm 24 now, about 21, 22, something like that. Jeez. So what's, what's the long-term goal for you? You know, like you, so, you've competed against Alexi. So I assume that in your head, you're thinking, well, well you know what's funny? If he can so, do it. Why can't I? Alexi, so Alexi Novikov is the first competitor ever to win world's uh, juniors and then go on to win World's Strongest Man. He's the only person to ever do it. Really? Yeah. That's surprising. And, yeah, I was I was very surprised too. I, I saw it on, uh, on on Coach Loz's show. Um, Uncle Loz. <laughs> Since I've seen it on his show. <laughs> Uncle Loz, Big, Big Loz. Loz. <laughs> Coach Loz, Father Loz. I don't know what to call him. He's he's like my father, my <laughs> uncle, my grandma, whatever. He, he's everything. So, <laughs> But yeah, I saw it on his show and it, it's true. He's he's the only guy to have ever done it. Um, but you know, my, my, you know, of course, the long-term goal and I think any, if anybody says different, they're lying, you know. We, we, flat out, flat out yeah, lying. I, I want to get to World Strongest Man final, man. You know, that's the ultimate goal. And I'm going to fight towards it every single day and um, I'm going to keep pushing until I, until I get where I want to get to. Um, but that's the ultimate goal, man. My second my second goal would be to, well, I'd love to challenge for that world, for the for the lock press record, you know, one day. You know that's, that's you're built. You're built for well, it. Let's see what happens, man. You know, I was uh, I was a bit unfortunate this year because I picked up a little injury, which just set me back a little bit. Um, I've just I've had a, it's funny because I had an MRI done <laughs> a couple of days ago, and it literally came back looking like a fucking shopping list, man. <laughs> it was what about was it the saying? spine. It was just about the spine, and um, literally just the wear and tear. You know, just the usual wear and tear. But um, yeah, the only thing that did come back, which is a little bit, you know, it's not, it's not worrying, but it's just a minor um, herniated disc. But it's nothing major. It heals, you know. I trust my Kairos. You know, they, they, they've had a look, and they've, you know, in, although the reporting came out looking like a shopping list, they were like, "Well, this is normal for what you do." You know, some of them said, "Yeah, I mean, some there's... of them said that." You know, they've seen people who don't do anything all day, who just work and go for a walk and come home, and their spines look worse than mine. You know, so. I'll tell you that's a positive. I remember hearing a story about England rugby and there was a company that came and offered all the players free MRIs outside Twickenham. And the physio walked outside and said, I suggest you fuck off. <laughs> and he was like, because if you start scanning these boys, they're going to see stuff that they shouldn't well, this see. Well, is, this is exactly what my Cairo said originally. He said, he's like, he was like, I beg you don't have an MRI. He said, you don't need an MRI. I know exactly what's going to come. I, you know, what's going to come back. I know exactly what the, what the problem is. Just, don't do it you know it's a waste of your time it's a waste of your money don't do it well and then I thought, it's, I thought yeah well I should do it you know it was ongoing for a while it's about it was about three four months you know and I thought right I can't just keep getting treatment I need to I need to just find a root of the problem and my car already knew the root of the problem but in my head I was like oh no I need to 100% know what the root of the problem is and that's why I done it. And then when the scan came back, I thought, oh, that's it. My strongman career is done. I'm probably not going to be able to walk by the time I'm 30. <laughs> it builds trust in your Cairo, though, that you know after he, they saw the MRI and said, oh, yeah, I expected this sort of stuff. You like, And he foresaw it and said not to do it. He did it and you come back and it was kind of the same answer well, he said. you know what? I trust him. I trust him with all my heart, man. And his name is uh, John Williamson at Williamson Chiropractic up in Bista. If you guys want to check him out, he's... He treated a lot of the top guys. You know, I know he treated Laws. I know he treats Marcus sometimes from Team Affinity. I know he treated Aaron Page. Oh, I've heard Marcus speak and, very uh, well. And he... I, I, I've got no words. I've got no bad words for him. He's literally he's looked after me for the past couple of years now. And I see him on a weekly basis. I see him on a regular. And, he, you know, he's helped me. So, he's, he's helped me a lot. He's helped me massively. So I think having something like that, mate, you know, in the, in and whether you know whether you're doing sport or not, I think seeing a chiro or a physio or something to just fix you up from time to time helps massively. Yeah, I mean, I get 
I get a deep tissue massage once a week. Them bastards are hurt, hurt, man. They hurt. <laughs> they hurt, but I mean, I couldn't train. Well, it's 100 percent improvement. Oh yes, yeah. which is you know, which is what you want. You know, I I remember I, I recently started doing a bit of um, cryotherapy. Have you done cryotherapy before? Yeah, man, it's fucking like the best way to it's do just it is fucking, fucking cold, man. Yeah, <laughs> cold. But I started doing that, and you know, I was speaking to the guy, and he was like, you know, whether you know, even if this gives you or makes you one percent, even a half percent stronger than what you were, it helps because with the stuff we do, it helps, and it'll it'll be a massive improvement. So, yeah, I've definitely I've definitely saw an improvement in my body, you know, when I was since I started doing that, you know, sleep better. You know, like rest you your nipples. Yeah, yeah, my nipples are falling off. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about my my little old boy because he's just inside me at that time. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's fucking non-existent. It's so cold. Yeah, you get out. You're like, what? Where's it gone? Where's here? it gone? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I love I love. I prefer warm therapy for me. Like anything warm, I feel like my joints are massively. Sure. They love me and all that sort of stuff. So I have done cryo. You know, I want to. What the um, one thing? The one thing I want to try is um, what do they call it? Like the red light sauna, or the infrared sauna, or something like that. Yeah, Tom Tom Hibbert, so the guy who coaches me, he swears by the red yeah, light sauna. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Did he, did he used he to says, coach Hixie by any chance as well? Uh, yeah, he, I think he he brought. He was coached Aaron and told you Aaron hit 200 kilos. And then, yeah, he coached Graham. Because I, I know, because I then saw Hixie, he was using this uh, infrared lamp as well. And he 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 was swearing by it. And he, you know, he said he had a lot of good things to say about the, the, the infrared lamp. And I bought one as well. And to be fair, yeah, I mean, it's, it's been helping. That's for sure. It's been, it's been helping. It's marginal. What I find with a lot of people when they say this sort of stuff, like the classic thing is, oh, I started using it, blah, blah, blah. It's okay. And all right, stop yeah. using it. They're like, whoa, 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 why? I went, stop using yeah. it for a week. Yeah. See if it works. Because ha- how many times have you taken like supplements? Think, oh, yeah, they're all right. Then you stop taking them. Yeah. Like, Fuck. Yeah. yeah people, people <laughs> seem to underestimate. Like, you, you know, like you said, it's marginal. You know, they're not supposed to, right, I'm going to take something today and I'll be world's strongest man tomorrow. And it's just like, no, you know, everything is marginal. You know, you. And there's so many other factors that, you know, people need to take into account, you know, your food, your sleep, you know, your recovery, everything, everything that needs, everything needs to be taken into account. It's, it's especially if you want to be elite and you want to push those, those big numbers, like, let's face it, one or two kilos in a log That's is a big, a big deal. deal. A big when you, yeah, it's you know, a big deal. It's, it could be the difference between... You know, I don't know, ten points or eight point. I don't know. It's a massive difference, man. You know, and this is this is another thing that I love about strongman. Yeah, you know, like with any other sports, like like you know, like with bodybuilding or with fighting or I don't know. It's a matter of opinion. But with strongman, I lifted more than you. I did another extra rep. Like mine. You know, it's measurable. We can measure it. You can like, well, I beat you. I'm stronger than you because I did an extra rep, or I'm stronger than you because I lifted more than you. You know. It's true. It's true. It's, it's, it's very black and white. The only thing is, the only the only ever political argument is event selection. But at the end of the day, you all know yeah. what the events are. You're all yeah, in the sure, same way. Sure. No, I agree. I agree. So, Alex, let's talk about the nobody. No, the nobody calls talk about that like that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's talk about the elephant in the room, which is Europe's strongest man. How did that all come about? I don't know. <laughs> I still don't know. No, I, you know, I, I think, I think um, I was very lucky to get the invite, you know, due to COVID. Um, I think a lot of the athletes were struggling to, you know, to travel because there were a lot. I think this was during the first lockdown, I think, if I remember correctly. Was it the first or the second lockdown? Mm, I think it was like after it was the first the, oh, lockdown. Was it after the first things... lockdown, something like that. And yeah. there was still heavy traveling restrictions and a lot of the guys were struggling to get over you know and um yeah they were really struggling to get athletes over and um big laws i think proposed forward you know myself and jack and then i think this is how this that's how it, that's how it all came about you know i'm obviously very thankful for the opportunity that my coach lost put me through man and obviously of course coach put us through and then 
you know, Colin had a look at us and, you know, see what we're about and that's that. But let's face it, you're both two very young, good athletes that have both done sure, very well at sure. junior competitions. Like, why and should you, know you not what? compete? I was, uh, I was actually, in fact, I was talking to someone again the other day. I feel like there should be more opportunities and more support for up-and-coming athletes, man, you know, because it just should be, because there's so much talent out there. There's so much talent out there and that's capable of well, Colin, Colin said it on Loz's show. He was like, we need to blood new athletes at Worlds each year. That's why there's different athletes in. Like, pretty much the be-all and end-all of, of why there's new athletes in. But one thing that, that grinds me is, like, why do we constantly have... And, and this, this might offend people. It might sure. be an unpopular opinion. Um, why do we constantly keep selecting athletes that are past the hill and they're not going to win you know, Worlds? I, I, I'm going to say this to you, and I, 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 I agree with you. I... I I totally agree with you, man. I, I think I don't want to say names and that, but you know some of the guys, you know, they, they of course, yeah, they shouldn't be there. And I probably don't have a right to say because I'm nowhere near their talent and nowhere near their strength. But you know, some of the guys, you know, what, what, what why should they be there? You know, they're way past it. I don't even want to say past it, but what did they do to get that spot to world strongest man? You know, what, what did they win to get there? The biggest one that grinds me that never sure. is mentioned, right? He's Robert you Oberst. know, OB, man, I, I love him and, you know, he's awesome. But, you know, like like you said, why? You know, that spot could be free for someone different, you know, someone different, someone who's up and coming. Give, give him that chance, man. Give him that shot. Give him that opportunity. But that's why it's so cool that you and Jack have the opportunity to do Europe's because you are going to be very, 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 very elite athletes. You know, man, future. So let's expose you early to it. Colin and Darren Sadler, man, they believed in us and they gave us that opportunity, man. I'm very thankful every day, you know, for the chance they gave me. And, you know, I hope I showed everybody what I'm capable of. And, you know, I'd be, I'd be long up there, you know, but it's just now I just need to, you know, settle down and keep my head down and just keep grinding, man, and keep grinding and, you know, get back to where I need to get to. And Jack's the same, man. Jack's awesome, man. He's fucking strong, man. He's so strong. He literally gets stronger every fucking day, man. So it's really, it's just I, nice, I've man. I've been watching because... Obviously, you know, he's been doing it a lot longer than me, but it's just nice, obviously, be around the guys in like Jack and Lars. And, you know, there's there's another guy who used to train with uh, Nick. I don't know if you've met Nick before. Um, he's been around a long time. And just to see all of us just get strong together and thrive together, man, it really makes me happy, man, because... We're all, you know, we're all strong and we all deserve, you know, we all deserve to be up there, so. Yeah, for sure. I mean, having a training group like that certainly spurs You know, it's awesome because even when I, even now, you know, I'm probably the weakest in the group, but, well, it depends what you class weak, but, you know, I mean, it's nice to be that person because I feel like, oh, man, I need to work harder. I need to work hard to get where they are, you know, and it really, really motivates me, man. You know, it's, it's nice to be around them. It's really, really nice to be around them. It's it's what it's harder to be the strongest in the group than the weakest because you can just see yeah, exactly, what you're chasing. Exactly. When you're chasing into the abyss of nothing, yeah. what am I chasing? <laughs> it's what much am I harder now, to yeah. push the weights. What am I doing it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's much harder. Um, so when you when you were at Europe, like, what did you notice the big difference between you know a other comps. Obviously, the TV is there. Like, how did that affect you? Did you enjoy it? Did you thrive on it? Was you is it something what? you I, prefer? I love the TV side of things. You know, I'm I'm quite outgoing and I'm quite like I don't know. I'm very I'm very open to things. You know, and uh, seeing all those cameras there didn't really bother me that much because I was just too focused. You know, I was very focused on the comp. I was very focused. I was like, these things don't bother me. You know. I just remember telling um, Zoe, uh, Zoe the photographer, man, she's awesome, man, she's awesome. And if anybody needs to check out her work, man, please do it, man, on Instagram. She's super friendly and that. And I, all I remember saying, I was like, please, please get to me. Please get a good shot of me on the Hercules hold. It probably won't be for very long, so please get a shot of me. <laughs> but, um, yeah, man, the whole setting, the whole... This competition is so much different than every, every, everywhere else I compete, man. The treatment of the athletes is awesome. You know, everybody knows what they're doing in the, you know, the John's life, D man. Everybody's well informed and everybody sends you to where you need to get to. So you're very well looked after. You know, you're not lost. You're not rushed. You know, it's not just a TV show. It's not like World's Strongest Man, where World's Strongest Man is solely a TV show and 
everything's you know late and you don't know when you're going to go with Europe's man and the guys at Giants Live right well you're going now or warm up because you're going to go soon or it's very 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 well organised man it's a very very well looked after show man it was, it was awesome and um, even even the guys at Channel 5 man they, I remember when I did the interviews with them you know they're proper comforting and you know again looking after you and making sure you're relaxed and comfortable what you do so it was it was nice, man. Yeah, it did look very yeah, well put together. Yeah, it did, and I liked it. You know, it was. I loved the fact that it was over two days, man. And I, I, I wish they would make more shows where it's not just five events. I'm a strong believer, and I think Lars would agree with this. That you know, put eight events, ten events, you know, like ten events over two days, you will really find out who the strongest man is. Then, you know, because with five events, you know, it's a bit of a well, you know. Like with a Novikov, Novikov doesn't really have a weak event, you know. I think I think it would be detrimental to everyone at Worlds if they did ten events because Novikov would shine <laughs> so much. I, I I honestly like I believe that because that's the the argument him and Mateusz is that Mateusz does have weak events. He has he's yeah. world class sure. in most events, but he what has weak events. Weak event? And you know what's funny? This this is this is funny because, you know, the guy, the this is this is how far the this is how advanced the strong the, the, the sport. He's got a four twenty deadlift. So, <laughs> you know, the guy has a four twenty deadlift, and you know we're sat here thinking, oh, this guy's got a weak deadlift, and it's like, man, you know, like two hundred kilos impressive deadlift, three hundred is even more impressive, and four hundred just become that number. Yeah, if you lift four hundred, yeah, you're you're just weak, you know. <laughs> But look, because because the reason is like you've got guys like oh Jesus man, that's pulling when, like four hundred yeah, for six I easy reps. I met him when I was uh, at the World Juniors, man, and he doesn't speak much, but he's a he's a big guy, man. He's a he's a unit, man. There's a there was a guy there, an American lad called uh, Nick Davis, with us. Um, and he's not a small guy. He's literally like he literally looks like Brian Shaw. And Pablo walked on the bus. And he made we, it look small. He's huge, man. So we, we've got a guy at our gym who um, used to be like British IPF 105. And uh, he was at the IPF Worlds and Pablo walked into the toilet and he said, like, it was a big <laughs> fucking toilet. And this guy made the toilet a very fucking small toilet. He's like, I didn't know how to get out of the room. It was like a fucking polar oh, bear yeah. just walked into the toilet. And he turned around and was like, what Mate, the fuck is that thing? And you know, bearing in mind, it wasn't it wasn't a huge bus, but it wasn't small either. But this guy sat down, and he, I swear to God, he took like two seats, man. And I was sat um, towards the front, and I, I swear to God, I could literally hear him breathe from the back, like <gasps> <gasps> like a fucking bear, man. I turned around, and I was like, what the fuck? And he shook my hand. He, he came, shook my hand, and introduced himself. And then literally, I just he shook my hand. I was like, where's my hand gone? It's like, it's like, where the fuck is my hand to shake his hand? <laughs> like, what, like what, what fucking gene pool does that guy come from? That's what I mean. Europeans, I don't know where they come from. I don't know where they climb, what cave they climb out of and what gene they pull, but fucking hell. It's the further you get up to Russia into Eurasia, man, they're fucking guys like Jamasha. Like, them Georgians, like, when the Georgians and the Iranians and whatnot get let loose on strongman, Fucking, they best start changing the rules. I tell you what, start competing with them guys. Go have the uh, the Russian COVID vaccine, bro. I don't know what they put in it, but go have it. <laughs> that's that's what it is. Yeah, they've go been giving it that for years. Um, they're uh, yeah, they're different. But that's that's why when you turn around and you say he's got like, and, and the reason you can say is that is a weak event for him is because sure. he lost the Arnold. Yeah, because on, I remember the, I remember watching the Arnold and he he pretty much won every event, didn't he? Like. He, he basically won like three events or four events or something, didn't he? Yeah, and then he, because of that, like Hatfor, oh, he, he was just incredible. I used to love watching Hatfor. Yeah, he, but that's that's why is because every event you go in, and it's the same with Novikov right now, isn't it? Like you look at him and you're just anything you can give him, and it's just like this guy does not have a weak link. He he does not have a weak event, you know. Give him even even any awkward. Sh- I remember seeing the Wuss Shield. Um, you know the Wuss Shield event. 
It's an awkward. It's really, so yeah, awkward. it's so it's wide. Just picked it like it's nothing, and it's just like this guy has not got a weak event, man. Anything you give him, and that's that's what he's competing against. And that, to be honest with you, about probably about two or three months ago, I was like, oh, do you know what? If Matthews comes back. This is what I he's thought. He's gonna dominate worlds. But then the longer this is going on, I'm starting to think. I just I, he's so, not. I just especially so, with a torn tricep. I, I hope Mateus doesn't rush back. This is all. I, I just hope he doesn't rush back. I want him to recover properly and rest properly and then come back because a torn tricep is not a nice injury and um, it takes a while to recover and I don't want him to rush back and tear it again or tear something else, you know. I want him to take his time because he could, like I said, like and like we both agreed, he can really dominate worlds, you know. I I think he can. But I just hope he takes his time with it and he, he doesn't rush back, man. Exactly that, but and I don't see many people beating Alexi until. Then. Yeah, I don't. It's really like like us, like you said. The longer this goes on, I just don't see. I don't see anybody. I don't see anybody beating him at the moment. Even I just remember, even at uh, the World Ultimate Strongman Bahrain, I was just he. I was it was just an unbelievable performance. I mean, he's like the dominator. He's literally just dominated every event. It was just unreal. And you know, even even statically, because people say, "Oh, yeah, but statically, he's not that strong." But look, he just got the fifteen-inch deadlift record, and I know it's a different to a, it's different to a normal deadlift, but you know, that yeah, is it's a the most static. Event, that's what I'm saying. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's yeah. more static yeah. than normal deadlift because <laughs> um, you don't have you don't have you that don't have the same leverage like, quad power so. from the floor. It's totally different. So he's just nah. proven that he, so, he's strong, man, in every single perspective. He's just, yeah, he's unreal. And I think because he's a lighter body weight, he's, he's healthier. And he, like, what we've got to look at is the, the real oh, big guy. He looks so fit, as well, he? Like, fit and recovers well. And yeah, yeah, no, he's he's, he's the whole package, man. He, he, it reminds me a bit of Pujanovsky because Pujanovsky was the same, wasn't he? He just dominated every event. Yeah. Yeah, but better because he's nice. Like he's he's he, everyone says great things about he's like nice guy, real friendly. Like I'll tell, well, I don't I'll tell think you, I've I'll heard anyone say anything about Pudzianowski's personality. Yeah. Well, was juniors. I I done my bicep on the farmers, and the first thing he'd done, mate, he sent he sent his doctors and his team to just look after me. Yeah, he sent his he sent his doctor really? his team. He, he he I remember the ambulance crew kept coming and he was translating for me and he literally sat with me the whole time and and then he left his team to sit with me and ice my arm and. Gave me some tablets. I don't know what they gave me, but it made me feel better. But no, but it made genuinely, genuinely, <laughs> I, just, really I just didn't expect that. From, I didn't expect that from anyone out there, you know. But for him to do that, just it just showed how nice he is. And you know, I speak to him from time to time, which is nice too. Yeah, he's he's a gentleman. He's a really really nice guy. Especially when someone. Oh yeah, man, he, he, he won it easily as well. Right? You know. Especially when someone's winning a competition, for them to go out of yeah, their no, way, yeah, to do yeah, that, I really, really appreciate. That was just a huge sign of respect, man. I, I, I appreciated him for that, and um, like I said, he was a very, very nice guy. And he's he really stood on the big stage very quickly. Like he went to the Arnold's after he got his pro card. Yeah, he did very well. He, in his he first came like third or comp, fourth, which was the Arnold. Yeah, I'm sure he came yeah, third. I thought so. I thought so. Because he was, I remember, yeah, he's, he's crazy. Awesome, he's, like I said, he's just got, he's not got one week event, man. He's not got one week event. And I want to, I, I want to, I just want to see more of him. I want to see what's coming, you know, and I want to see him, I want to see him against Mateus. I really do. So when you, you must now, like, you competed against the best in the world. You must just think to yourself, I, yeah, well, this is, I think this is what, after Europe's, it, it was just like a, you know, there was already a big fire, but it just added more fuel to the fire now, knowing what I need to do next and what, I, you know, what I'm, first of all, what I'm capable of doing and then what I need to do to put me up there with them, you know, to to put me up there and compete with the best of the best. Man, yeah, for was, sure, it's like a little yeah, taste. definitely more than the taster. He was, yeah, it was, it was just <laughs> nice. Man. It was so, it, it, I have no words. It's really hard for me to explain the feelings that I had at the time, you know, because I'm still in shock right now that I was, you know, I was there and I was competing with those guys. But yeah, it was just, it was just, it was, it was amazing. It really was. 
Because you, well, got, you got told on the way back from your holiday, right? Well, she was in what the, the car. What did the missus she say? She was in the car. <laughs> and she was just like... she Because, she, listen, originally, yeah. Originally, I thought... I thought um, Loz was trying to prank me. I, I thought he'd been back at something up their sleeve. And I thought, I thought they were <laughs> pranking me. I thought, yeah, yeah, you big fuckers. Blah, 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 blah. I know what you're trying to do. So for, the, for, for then, I just ignored it. And then I remember the following day after I got back, I went to the gym to train with them. And I saw them having a little laugh. And they did prank me with something else. But then I thought, I said, because I was just like, nah, this, this is a prank. It's not happening. This is, this is bullshit. I know they're bullshit. They're trying to get me. And they're just trying to get me to fall for it. And then Colin Bryce rang, and I was like, "Yeah, this is not a joke anymore. <laughs> well, this is a good prank. Yeah, this is the real deal. This is not a prank anymore. This is really fucking good prank. It's man. not a prank anymore." I was almost tempted to ask Colin as well. I was like, "Colin, are you are you on this with them? Are you, are you trying to prank me as well?" <laughs> Colin, stop are you it. fucking with me, Colin? <laughs> but nah, yeah, man. It was just it was just an unreal experience. It really was, and. The, the missus was just sat in the car and she was like speechless and I was like screaming like an idiot, I was like buzzing, exciting, didn't really know what to say. And it, you know what? The feeling of, it's like an achievement, right? It's like all the hard work you've been putting into it and it's all kind of like paying off, you know? It's it's just an amazing feeling that, mate. Seeing seeing that things pay off and all the hard work that you put into it just pays off. It's just, yeah, it's, it's, it's on another day. It's on another level. So... What is next for you? Then? Like, what's the what's the goal well, right this year? Now, like, right now, you're a little I'm, bit injured, I'm, but like, I'm not rushing. My main goal right now is to just recover. My mom, my main goal is recovery and getting back in shape. You know, I'm supposed to compete at Fit Expo for the Log and Deadlift Championship, but like I said, I'm I'm just mm. I'm I'm monitoring the whole situation right now with my back. You know, I, it was nice because, like I said yesterday, I saw a bit of progress. I was able to. St- you know, to do some stones. You know, I was able to deadlift this week properly without pain. So I'm kind of like gauging the situation. I'm not rushing. You know, if I'm ready to compete, I'll compete. If I'm not ready, I'm not, I'm not going to compete because I don't want to rush and just make my injury worse, you know. So my main focus for, for the time being is definitely, definitely to, to, to recover and just uh, make sure I'm in good shape before rushing to compete because – you know, I just don't want to rush competing, man, because, you know, with, with the weights we do, it only takes a little mistake to just, you know, pull it again or make it worse. So I, I just don't, I, I don't want to rush it. For sure. I mean, it, I think as well, like, especially when you're a very young athlete. You and this is, this is, this is what Laws kind of tried to drill into me, you know, to say, you know, you're, you're young, but you're not invincible. You know, take your time with everything. You know, you can understand. Loz went through a lot of injuries, and you know he experienced it all. So, to have him by my side and help me with this is is, is huge advantage for me. Huge advantage, massively. And I think more so than anything, the well, mindset of having someone that's done it before than going, I wouldn't do that if I was you. Well, it's funny, I did that. Um, this you know, I, <laughs> it was, this was shortly after my injury. I was like, ah, I'd be all right, I'd be all right. And Loz was like, mate, go and train but don't do any events what's the next thing i do when i go to the gym i'll just do a 400 kilo yoke and what happens it just gets worse it gets, it gets worse and worse and worse and i'll worse like, thing say why didn't i listen to him and it's just like sometimes you almost have to experience it yourself in order to then listen to that person again you're like yeah i fucked up i shouldn't have done that i should have listened to Lars. every time like, I mean, it's, it seems it's, it, we're all very like, oh, I probably no, know I, best. And then you're like, oh, I fucking don't know best. I just need it's to true. Listen. It's true. It's so true, man. And like I said, you have to experience it yourself first and then realize that you fucked up. <laughs> I mean, and the thing is as well, the thing is as well. It's exa- it's there was exactly no that. reason for me to do a 400 kilo yoke. There was literally no reason for me to do it. There was no comps. It was during lockdown. There was just no point to do it. But I did it anyway. <laughs> it was just so stupid. <laughs> it's the classic strongman thing, there isn't like the amount, like the amount of guys I see. I'm like, oh, what are you gonna do? Oh, I'm gonna build up to as heavy as I can on a moving event. I'm like, oh, cool. Do you do that weight in the competition? You gonna oh, do? Cool. Oh no, it's much lighter than that. Oh, oh, I'm like, all right. So, so what are you fucking yeah, making home building you know, to the heavy weight for? Oh, no, it's, it's cool, cool, isn't it? Like, it's, no. it's cool until you break. 
Because when you start breaking, you're like, yeah, I shouldn't have done that. But look, I was even speaking to Lozman and say, you know, when you're training for a yoke, you don't need to. Because you know you're capable of lifting that weight. You're better off just training lighter and working on your foot speed and getting that speed, you know, and, and progressively get heavier. But you don't need to go max out, you know. I think I think exactly right. Like this, like foot speed and how you pick sure. it up and how your feet transition and all those things. And one of the key things is like, how do you brace? How yeah, are you going like to take a little bloody steam little train? And yeah, because you see people hold their breath. Like I mean, I ain't trained yoke in six months or something. First time I got the yoke, passed out. I held my breath the whole way, like because my brace was tight, and I was just like, well, I can't let it go. And I'm thinking to myself, oh. Fuck, I forgot to breathe. My friend was going, why are you not breathing? Why are you not breathing? Why are you not breathing? And I'm like, oh, fuck, I completely forgot to breathe. Why are you not breathing? Breathe, breathe. And I'm like, oh, I've, I've left it too long, so now I can't take a little yeah, breath. I'll, I'll so I let out all my air fucking on my spine. Yeah, so it's it's all those little things that people, like, neglect and think, you like, know, that I'm is more important so than the actual weight. So often, maxing out every day. Every day, man, they max out on different things. I'm just like, why? Why? What's the point? You're not, you're not getting better. You're, I mean, yeah, fuck West it. Side. Max out. <laughs> fuck it. PB every fucking day. Why not? <laughs> West side. <laughs> West side, yeah. <laughs> but no, you, you know, you can understand what I mean. Like, it, you see it so often and it's so easy to get an injury, man, with what we do, you know. And it's just not what you want to do because, yeah, we're young, but we're not invincible. Exactly that. I think I think Ollie's going through the same sure. transition. Yeah, because I remember he done it in UKs, didn't he? Yeah, it's, it's, it's these big you guys getting exposed to these big comps very early on, and it's good that you're seeing it because if that hadn't happened, 100%. you wouldn't I, I learn totally that lesson agree. too early on. I totally agree, and it's just nice to see Ollie back lifting as well because I didn't see anything of him much for a while, and then because oh, I knew what happened with the injury and that, but it's just nice to see him back and. I see he's focused on his business as well, and it's just good to see him, man. It's really good to see. Yeah. Right, buddy. I really appreciate I, you coming on. It's I been really enjoyed this great man. podcast. Just again, sometimes, man. I really, really, really enjoyed it, man. Thank you for having me on. Certainly. Yeah, well, right, I hope, I hope you see you soon. Like as well. I said, it may not be this weekend, but if it it might be the next weekend, because you're only you're only down in what Hertfordshire. Yeah, Hertford. So we're literally straight off the. Cool. Uh, cool. Yeah, you're not pretty much straight off the away from you. An hour and a half or so, hour away, something like that. I'm I'm based out in Oxford, Oxford, out in an area. Where it? Yeah. Yeah. Literally yeah, an hour, maybe an hour and ten. Me, so. It's literally the same as Southampton. Southampton's about an hour from me, so just less than an hour. But yeah, not far away, mate. So yeah, it would be my pleasure to come and, and, and train with you guys, man. It would be, be awesome. All right, speak soon, mate. Thank Certainly. you. I'll speak soon now. Bye.